This episode of Here's What I'll Get is brought to you in part by, and not just this episode, but like the last 137 episodes, which is coincidentally the number of episodes that I've been on the show, is brought to you by the Green Hornet, my old car. It has literally ferried three quarters of the hosts of this show. It's ferried Tim to nearly every recording we've done. It's ferried Uncle Buck to Chick-fil-A for food. It's ferried me across this great country of ours and to work and to school and to anywhere else I might need to go. And uh, it has it has parted from my my life today. I, I signed the title over to another person and I was forced to fix the radio. But uh, this car has been my constant companion for the last four or five years. It is a hero. And uh, it shall continue on. It did not go to a junkyard as I expected. And so, just just if you're if you're not doing something, raise a glass in honor of the Green Hornet, my 2001 Honda Accord, a uh, a true warrior. To here's what I don't get from north to south, east to west, the only formerly interstate highway podcast to tackle all of life's toughest issues. I am your host, Tad Burt, and with me today, as always, my co pilot and gunner's mate, Tim the Handlebreaker. <laughs> That's right. I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm handling the guns on the Ecto 1. <laughs> yeah. And uh, with us, as always, our deputy, our deputy junior assistant. <laughs> And Jeopardy assistant. And Jeopardy assistant, Todd Seidel. Hello, hello. Uh, welcome back, everybody. I got a uh, got a new car. That's right. I uh, got a 2007 Mustang GT convertible. <laughs> what a switch! Because that's what adults drive. Yep. <laughs> um, it is. It's badass. We spent the day today, Tim, trucking and tucking, and I. Yep. Installing a new radio and backup camera system. So that I don't have AM FM radio again. Yes. <laughs> and uh, the person that I sold the Accord to texted me and was like, hey, um, what's how do I reset the radio? I'm like, do you want AM FM radio? He goes, yeah. And I said, yeah, that's going to be a long process. <laughs> so I went over and, and uh, re I, I, I set it up for myself. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah. Not for myself, but for somebody to be able to quickly make the radio work again. Mm -hmm. So it was, it was a quick fix. It only took me a few minutes. Yeah. Uh, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how you could live with the joy of not listening to the radio <laughs> and then decide he also, so I left the control panel in college. I made a control panel for a class yeah, yeah. and, um, because I had to buy all the parts, I decided if I'm making control panel, uh, I'm going to have some way to use it. So I built it so it would work in my car Yeah, and it's just, it says, it says like phasers, uh, shields, it's yeah, got yeah, little yeah. toggle switches and buttons that light up. Uh, and so apparently he thought that did something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I love I love the because uh, I left that in there. I love the the ninety four Honda Accords that uh, they come with the phaser banks. Why <laughs> <laughs> uh, you arm the shield? Yeah, I should have left the shields on. Then I yeah, wouldn't have gotten rear-ended. Exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but I parted with the car today. Yeah. I parted with the car on Friday, but then I had to. You know, it's yeah. it's like a breakup. You gotta go get your shit from the other person's house. Um, you, should have got, you should you should have bought a 2007 Cleon Warbird. 
What was I thinking, Tim? <laughs> Why didn't you come to the dealership with me? Um, yeah, so signed over the title, and it's completely out of my name. It was really weird because I filed them back to their house so that I could fix the radio for them, mm-hmm. and I'm driving behind a car that I've literally never driven behind. Yeah. Literally never driven behind this car the entire time. I've. Uh, why would you, you, I? You finally got to be like, man, that, that's that really, my, really got messed up. Uh, that's what my car looked like. Yeah. Like, it was it was, it was, was weird. A part of my mind was like, oh my God, my car is being it's, stolen, because I'm seeing it drive away from me. I'm just like, you motherfucker, and I'm like, I'm going to chase it down in this new it's car. Like, like, you're, like you're in a third-person driving game. <laughs> <laughs> and it has terrible controls. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm I'm in new wheels. They're badass. And yeah, it's a lot of it's gonna be a lot of fun. I've got I've we got made a, some interesting discoveries today. We did. I found a tape measure inside the the uh, convertible <laughs> yeah. mechanism. Like it had fallen down in there and has been there for a long time because yeah. it's it's all ground up and smashed like from down, the mechanism, and you can't yeah. get the tape out at all. It's <laughs> like who the fuck put this in here? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's cool. I've got a laundry list of of stuff I want to do to it to make it cooler. Yeah, you do. <laughs> you have an actual list. Yeah. So uh, tr- crossing those off, and some of it's simple stuff. Like I needed a new phone mount, so yeah, uh, yeah that's yeah. got that's been done now, and the new radio's been done. I was, and I really just wanted the backup camera, so because you can't see shit out the back window because it's yeah. itty bitty. Turns out we have to redo a little bit. of that. I got to do but... redo a little bit of it because um, the tutorials that I looked at showed you how to wire it for power, but they didn't show you how to wire it. And the manual doesn't say what this shit is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It just is like power. And yeah. so I had to figure out what this power meant. But basically, uh, you're supposed to wire in a wire that goes from the taillight to the radio to tell the radio, hey, this thing turned on to switch this, the things. Yeah. Is it is it wireless? No, it's wired. It's to switch sources, but it, it won't do that because I don't have that wire run because yeah. I fucked it up. <laughs> so I'm, I'll redo that. But yeah, it's it's cool. And it's fully wired, so I ran the. We took out. I mean, like we took out a huge portion. The center console took that. It looked whole like thing we were out. stripping it for parts. It did. Yeah, yeah, the back seat was gone. The <laughs> trunks open. The canopy's open. You know, ninety degrees, yeah, yeah, so it's yeah. just sticking straight up, so that we have easy access to get in and out. Both doors are open. Yeah. But also, the, it was the dash really, is all it was torn really apart. cold. It was real today. fucking cold. <laughs> uh, but it got done. It was a. Uh, and it was a it was a lot easier than I expected. It was like it everything was. everything kind of went according to plan as I planned to do it. So yeah. So can you switch it on at any time, or do you only have it like interlocked with the reverse? When the reverse lights comes on, it sends power to the camera to turn okay. it on. You can't. You, you can't also you just can go also to that camera. Have it yeah. turned on all the time, yeah. uh, and it has and a shoot se- a Beastie Boys video if you wanted to. Yeah, it has a <laughs> secondary input for a second camera that's constant on. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm gonna do that. And I'm gonna put it on the front of the car so I can see like when I'm parking onto a curb or something. Uh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Or when you run over something, yeah, you could replay what it, it is. Um, or or I might do like a side view camera. I'm also gonna do a dash cam. I I've got like I said, laundry list of shit to do. This yeah, car. You, you you have to get one of those amazing top down cameras that that uh, show the top of the oh, car yeah. somehow without any. Well, cameras. It's, it's four cameras that stitch together. Well, the like the one I'm thinking of is like the one that where you've got like top down parking, yeah, top down parking view. Yeah, uh, yeah. Cat, my friend's Cadillac has that, and he's got all these hidden cameras. But the dash cam, the forward facing camera, is hidden behind the grill, so the grill blocks a bunch of the camera, yeah. so you can't really see that well. Well, it was funny because the very first time I saw that, I was like, "How'd they get? How? Where's the camera that gets the top of the car?" 
<laughs> I'm like, oh, you dumbass! It's a it's a JPEG of a car. <laughs> yeah, my uh, my friend's Cadillac. The JPEG of the car is white, I think, and he has but a black a, car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like, why would you? Why would you not make that at least changeable, changeable. for the user? Yeah, yeah. The user doesn't want to look at a fucking white car when they have a black yeah, car. Yeah. Sorry, an African American car. <laughs> uh, How long is your antenna? It is removed. It's, you it's put not a little there. shorty on there. Or I could take it completely off and put a cap over the hole, which is what I'm planning on because I don't listen to the radio. Like, we, the whole reason the car had a perfect, the car had almost the exact same radio in it. Yeah. Different brand, didn't have a camera attached. The whole reason why I put a new radio in was so that I could make sure that the radio would not work. Because I took the antenna off yeah, and yeah. the radio still worked fine. So then I, it's like, once again, did not wire in any of the antenna connections. So when you turn on FM radio and hit the scan button, it, it goes, goes through from all the 88.1 to 107.9 and then resets and is like, there's, we don't, it's, there's nothing. <laughs> it's per- perfect. It's amazing. That's what I want in a radio is silence. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I realize I realize I'm in the minority here. Yeah, I mean I I, I don't mind a radio in the car. Is that yeah. Bluetooth? Yeah, it has Bluetooth. It plays DVDs. Cool. Yeah, a completely useless feature. Yeah, because also mostly because the you they had to parking, have a parking brake breaking gauge. Yeah, working. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's that's been most of my week is is getting that car. What about you, Tim? What have you been go- had going on? Uh, not much really. Um. Uh, I started watching uh, season two of this show called Absentia. Yeah. Um, uh, I watched season one, probably, I think it came out last year, maybe the year before. Mm-hmm. Not sure. Anyways, you know, I was a big fan of the program Castle. Yes, with uh, Nathan Fillion. With Nathan Fillion. And uh, I haven't watched the show because th- that show got canceled, ended. It got canceled, but it also, it was Castle like. Castle did? It was like season eight, season nine. Yeah. So, you know, whatever. Um. Uh, and so like they split off, right? They were like at first it was like it were, they were going like through like contract negotiations, and what's your face was like I'm not you know I'm not gonna I'm not getting my fair share or whatever you yeah. know it was yeah. So she quit first before the show got canceled, you know. Yeah. And they're like, well, 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 Nathan Fillion's castle, we'll get someone else. Yeah. You know, and then they're like, ah, it's not really gonna be the same because they're supposed to be married or whatever. Um, by the end of the show, so they just canceled the show. I haven't seen the show he's doing though, because it's called The Rookie. Yeah, and he's a cop. He's like the oldest rookie cop in the LAPD. Yeah. Um, and then this her her show is the show she's doing is called Absentia, where um she plays a former she plays an FBI agent tracking who tracks down a serial killer, um, and puts him in jail, and then she gets kidnapped, uh. By his followers, by someone for and is is in captivity for like five years or more. Um, so are you following her in captivity, or she once she gets well, first married. episode she gets she she uh, her her husband gets a call from the serial killer in prison, and be like, he, you need to go to these loca- this location. So what? he goes and he finds her, barely gets her out before like this tank fills up with water, you know, uh-huh. she drowns. Uh, so it's like her with, she's got PTSD from being, uh, 
kept in captivity, but also the clues to the, this new serial killer are pointing towards her. Uh, it's a decent show. Um, I enjoyed the first season. The problem I had with it was that the clue, the, the way it was guiding, cause the good, the key to a good like mystery crime drama mm-hmm. is like the, the person, like if, if the, cause you got all these clues and mysteries, right? The person watching it needs to be solving the mystery as they solve it. As the character solves it, or just slightly ahead of them, you know yeah, what I mean. Like, yeah. like they they make the connection just a couple of seconds before the character does, because editing or whatever. Um, the 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 one thing I didn't like about the show was that like the 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 clues they were giving you and the way they were going didn't match up with what actually was going on. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's um, annoying. It is. Um, but I, I gave the second season a shot, and uh, I'm liking it. The only thing that's, that I find weird is that they shoot they shoot this show in Bulgaria. Uh, I assume no for union. The, that and yeah. tax reasons. They probably got a big tax write off for yeah shooting in a place that usually doesn't get shot in. But the show takes place in Boston. Okay, that's a weird. And so, uh, like, I've never been to Boston. And I've heard some things about Boston and Bostonians. But you don't think it looks like Bulgaria? But in general, I imagine Boston to be a very metropolitan place. Yeah. Uh, whereas I'm not sure what city. I'm sure they're shooting it in the main city in Bulgaria. But uh, the the lot a lot of the show is very dirty. Yeah. And I think it's part of the aesthetic of the show, but also part that they're shooting in Bulgaria and, and not, not, actually actually, Boston. not actually Boston. Uh, yeah, that's weird. It's real weird. Do you want to talk about movie trailers real quick? This is yes, a big week big for movie week trailers. Yes, big week for movie trailers. Uh, first off, worth mentioning, Ghostbusters. Yeah, Ghostbusters. Uh, I forgot the uh, um, subtitle. Afterlife. Afterlife, yeah, because God forbid you call it Ghostbusters 3. Yeah. That would have been the greatest fuck you in the world to Ghostbusters 2016 would have been to call it Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters 20, 20. Th- Ghostbusters 3, yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, so what do you think of that trailer? Um it didn't seem it the it didn't seem like a Ghostbusters movie. No, it seemed there's no jokes in it for one. Yeah. Uh it confirmed my existing suspicion that they're going to go too far. Spangler's grandkids. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but also that they took the criticism from 2016 and, and went yeah. too much in the other direction. It was too many jokes, so they're going to make a very serious movie. And Ghostbusters yeah. wasn't a serious now, movie. Now this could be a bad trailer. In yeah. That, I mean, well, the, I think it was a really good trailer because it gave me chills because they uh, they put those frequencies of sound in the music that to are make designed your, to make the human body give give the, chills. The reaction. Yeah. And uh, I felt that natural reaction. I was just like, "You motherfuckers!" Because yeah. they have, they have, they take the uh, quote from uh, Bill Murray as v- Peter Venkman from the beginning of the original movie. He's like, "Call it fate, call it yeah. karma." Yeah. Uh, it's a great line in the movie, but I think we are destined to get kicked out of this place. I think it's a great line in that movie. It's a great line in this trailer. Um, I, I don't think the ghosts look right. The ghosts. The go they sh- there's only like t- two shots of ghosts right. We see a big burst of green green out of a well, and yeah. that looks like the fucking 2016 movie. Yeah. And what sucked about that movie was how everything looked this neon, 
real D three D shit and yeah. not the real grittiness of Ghostbusters. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't like that. And then we see Slimer very briefly, but the proton, the laser out of the proton pack also doesn't look right. Like it's too bright. There's a yeah. graininess to the the proton beams. Yeah. Uh, that's not that's missing in this film. So I'm I mean, there's there's it's, a ninety nine point nine percent chance this movie sucks. I I wouldn't go that far. Like what's your what's your percentage suck chance? Seventy five. Seventy five percent chance of suck. Yeah. And then what's your percent chance that it's good? Ten. And what's your percent chance that it's great? I wouldn't go that far. I mean, okay. there's, there's like seventy five percent suck bad good like that's the best it's gonna you think it's gonna have is a good. Yeah. Oh, uh, I think I think we'll be lucky if it's a good movie. I think we'll be lucky if it's a bad movie. You think so? Yeah. Um, I think there's a uh, maybe it's a ninety eight percent chance. There's a one percent chance that it's a bad movie. <laughs> a point nine percent chance that it's a good movie, and a point oh one percent chance that it's a great movie. Okay. Um, it's yeah. It's it was a weird first trailer in that uh, it wasn't funny. Uh, the as far as we can tell, the the plot seems to be um, Spangler's daughter, grand yeah daughter, or I assume it's the daughter. Either either she's well, yeah I, I, yeah yeah. I wasn't say it, it could have been his son's wife. Yeah, it could, but, but it, I think it's going to be a direct bloodline. A direct bloodline. Yeah. His daughter, uh, who has a dead husband, it sounds like. Yeah, or has, he just left her. Yeah, has two kids. They move town. Mm-hmm. They move house, as the British say. Um, and they go to his old... Uh, a farm that apparently he owns. I guess, where he has a bunch of... But where he has a bunch of... His old uh, gear. Gear. The kids. The two kids. The kids are, by the way, the kid from Stranger Things, and then uh, his sister. Like I think his actual. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like oh, his actual sister. I, I don't. Uh. I don't think that is who it is, but it, it might as well be. Yeah. Um. And then they're gonna team up with Paul Rudd. They team up with Paul Rudd, who is their teacher. Uh. And they're gonna start busting ghosts. And I guess you think their mom's gonna be the fourth. No. No. I think. Uh, I think they'll bring in somebody Some else. Some zany you know, other you know, teacher. What would be really fucked is if they bring in one of the four from Ghostbusters. I think they might. Yeah. Oh no, no, not from sixteen. I think they might bring in uh, Ackroyd. Yeah. Or uh, Zetamore. One of them. Yeah. Uh, probably, probably Ackroyd. More, more likely. Yeah, I think it's more likely to be Ackroyd. He's like the principal of the school, or crazy neighbor, the crazy next door neighbor. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah. Uh, the Ecto One had like, like I, I mentioned earlier. The Ecto One has like a gunner seat. Yeah, that was that the, was the, weird. That felt the off. front passenger seat slides out. Looked like, where, I think it was right? the rear pass or the oh, rear, rear passenger, passenger seat, seats. Yeah, slides out into like a you know chopper gunner kind of thing. Yeah, that was uh, that doesn't fit to me. No, because no. it's not about the shooting. No, no. Uh, so there was that. Yeah. Um. The Black Widow trailer, yeah, came out. I did not like it. I liked it. Um, I'm like I liked it, not as a, not like Marvel movie liked it. You know what I mean? Okay. So you you liked it as a film. If you didn't see Marvel, you would still see this film. I like oh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I'll catch it on on video, 
if that. Probably. If I mean, unless like someone, unless, unless unless the reviews are stellar and they're like, this is the best Marvel movie since I would I wouldn't trust reviews. I wouldn't. On this movie. No, I would neither. Uh, uh, anyway, it looks like it's. Set, I mean, obviously it's set in the past, but I, I assume it's, it's probably set between Infinity War and Endgame. You think? No, I think it's set. Uh, you think it's set between? Where uh, do you think it's set then? I think it's set between either Winter Soldier and Civil War, or Civil War and. Oh, Infinity you know War. what? It's probably set after Winter Soldier. I'm and, assuming it's, it's set yeah. after Winter Soldier. Uh, when she goes off to to she because she makes mention um, when they're standing at the grave of Nick Fury that she has to go like close some threads. All my covers are blown. I yeah, gotta yeah, go yeah, create a new one. Yeah, so that's probably when it's set. Um, it looks like it's like she, like she goes back to Russia and she's got a sister and her mom and dad. They're all sort of a spy family. Yeah, and they all have terrible Russian accents and are capable yep. of amazing feats, even though they're all mortal humans. Yep. Like diving off a building and just going f- straight free fall dive straight into the ground. Totally <laughs> stupid. Absolutely stupid. Um, speaking of spies, the Bond trailer came out. No time no to die. No time to die. die. Uh, it looks, looks, it looks really good. I'm very skeptical, though, yep. based on all the media around the movie. And the fact that Spectre was a piece of shit. Like, uh, apparently there's a woman in this who was in the last movie, and I have absolutely no recollection of her because I have almost no recollection of the entirety of Spectre. Yeah. Uh, that movie was so bland You remember Dave Batista's tiny glasses? I, I remember that, and I remember <laughs> a car chase in, like, Italy. Yeah. And that's about, and I remember them being in Blofeld's lab. They and, they, oh. they conned Blofeld. Blofeld. Oh, uh, so stupid. Yeah, yeah. so... Uh, I don't know. I may try and see it in theaters, but I may not. I mean, I saw the first three James Bond, Daniel Craig James Bond movies in theaters. I love the James Bond franchise. Yeah. Uh, other than Roger Moore, this this might fulfill the only the odd Daniel Craig Bonds are good. Yeah, that's this one's good. That's really the only thing this movie has going for it. <laughs> is that the yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's going to be a thing. And then finally, another big superhero movie, the sequel to Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman 1984, 1984. Uh, yeah. which it's not nearly as dystopian, I, which feels really weird as a sequel to George Orwell's 1984. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, they're they're going to back to 1984. If uh, there's not a fucking poster for Rhinestone in this movie, Tim, <laughs> I'm going to riot. I'm going to riot. <laughs> Hey, uh, Steve Trevor, why don't we go to the movies? Here's this. There's a new hit movie coming out with Dolly Parton and Sylvester Stallone. (laughs) And I know how much you love a big titty. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The trailer for that looks deceptively good. Yeah. Uh, I love... uh, There's a lot lot they're not showing in that trailer. Oh, of course. One thing I really liked about the trailer is her costume looks really good. Yes, it does. Because they finally made it colorful. The whole, this whole, yeah, the whole, well, I mean, you go, if you go 1984, you got to go colorful. Um, it's, everything's in like bright Technicolor. Yeah. Uh, she looks really good. Yeah. Except for late in the trailer, they show her in like this Valkyrie Gold uniform. Gold Valkyrie uniform. And it does not, it, she looks fat in it. Yeah. It does not, not like she's fat. No. I don't want to sound like a misogynist <laughs> troll. It's like, it, it bulks her up so much that she it's not and it does something weird to her it's face like smushing her face in a weird way yeah gal gadot's pretty hot I yeah mean, she i mean she's a supermodel and, like yeah and this this costume is doing absolutely nothing no, for her so i'm wondering weird. what the why the costume designer put this on her and was and didn't just and go, then the, we saw the poster else. the poster with her wearing it and it, it, she looks minus way the helmet, it looks great yeah yeah i don't i don't i don't get the 
dichotomy because yeah, something about it is not working. Um, yeah, yeah, but that that and the hearse whipping lightning. It's it's. I think they might be going for. I think they might be going not all out, but I think they they're not they're not caring as much to ground it as they as, as much they were as they, the Zack Snyder stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, she's she's literally like Spider Man. She's she's got her her lasso and she's like Spider Man like lassoing bolts of lightning and like carrying swinging, along. swinging through the air. It's kind of ridiculous in a cool yeah. way. I can say for one hundred percent certainty, I will not be seeing this movie. No, uh, but because Just Ass League was terrible, I yes. hated the first Wonder Woman. I white hot hated the first Wonder Woman. I oh, Kristen Wiig's the bad guy. Yeah, they haven't shown that yet, but she's playing Cheetah. Yeah, uh, who is like Wonder Woman's arch nemesis. Arch nemesis. The, apparently, there's also some stuff they shot at the White House, so I'm sure they're going to find a way to shoehorn in like an anti-Trump narrative. The, uh, to there her was being like you know it's '84 though. Oh, but but who's the president in 1984? Uh-huh. Ronald Reagan, Reagan the one that everyone hates, even though he saved the economy and ended the Cold War. <laughs> He's a hero. Reaganomics. Anyway. Yeah, I... That's my favorite Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, Turtle catchphrase. Quote, yeah. yeah. It is. It is. Uh, yeah, so I'm, I just have no interest in this movie. But 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 you it, will say that it looks be- much better. It looks than, much better than yeah. the last one, because uh, it doesn't... Because it's not like... Bleak and dreary and black. Yeah, and white. the only thing I liked of the first one was the fight scenes, and it looks I like hated the fight scenes. Really? I hated the fu- because it was all green screens. It was just a big CGI shit fest. No, like, I'm talking like the, I'm talking like um like the stuff like her fighting dudes in a room. Oh, okay, yeah, that the was, stuff that, that was, was a lot of, the, a lot of stuff that was in this trailer. Yeah, like all the, the, her sliding her on the floor in a, and in yeah, room. all that kind of stuff. in a mall. Yes. I like just, just show Rhinestone on the multiplex banner. That's all I'm asking for. It's one of the greatest movies ever made. <laughs> for a movie that I had all, all, no, absolutely no interest in seeing, yeah. I absolutely love this movie. Yeah. Because uh, it's got a big titty. <laughs> Speaking of big titties, people are on the Discord this week, and they're posting some Monster Girl website where you put in your username, yeah. and it tells you your... And then they're all comparing... The cup size that that thing gives them, and deciding who has the big TD in the <laughs> in the Discord. It was funny. It was very funny. I got a lot of enjoyment out of that. Yeah. I, I put in everybody but myself. Yeah, you ended up being a uh, a D cup. That, <laughs> but also like a, a like a mandrake plant, an lady. animal lady, a plant lady, plant lady. Yeah. All right, donut. Well, how do you can I, I want to be a donut lady, a dragon lady, <laughs> a dragon lady. Dragon lady. <laughs> All right, dragon lady. You want that fucking money? Anyway. That's a lot of pre-show stuff, so yes. let's get into some issues, Tim. What's your first issue? Uh, here's what I don't get. Why the material that a piece of clothing is made out of isn't more important. More important where? More important in in uh, in like being it's like it's it should be one of the first thing one of the first pieces of information you have about that piece of clothing. Yeah. It shouldn't be relegated to the um the tag, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I bought a bunch of shirts online, of course. Um, because who 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 buys, who buys shirts in a store anymore? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I will, especially not printed shirts. Like I buy I buy my plain shirts in a store, but that's yeah, because they come in a bag of eight or whatever. No, no, they're individual. But I just walk oh, yeah, up yeah. to the shelf and I'm like, all right, gray XL, find the, one, yep. two, three, four, blue X, yeah, yeah, black. All right, check out. Yep. But yeah, if Printed shirt, all the printed shirts like at Targets and Walmart's, they're all so fucking lame. 
Oh yeah, they're yeah. so lame. They're the lowest common denominator. Exactly. Like, like it's it's all it's all the old like uh, the uh, trust me, I'm a doctor. Ford. Or I'm gonna have to get some T-shirts with the Mustang logo now. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and some tiny penis pills. I need to shrink my penis down to drive this car. That's right. That's yeah. right. Um, but yeah, I, I like like if like, like let's say I'm like just an Amazon take some malt liquor, <laughs> like an Amazon listing, right? Yeah, you'll get like uh, uh, men's T-shirt. It'll be like men's T-shirt, uh, Star Trek. Yep. Original series print, large. Yes. And so what you want is men's T-shirt. Star Trek, men's Star Trek t-shirt, original series print, large, 100% cotton? I think we need to move past even 100 I, I think we need, because, like, uh, I've had thin cotton shirts. Yeah? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've, and I've had, like... Because that's what I was actually going to say to you. Like, they'll say 100% cotton, but, like, 100% cotton from Gildan and 100% cotton from Hanes are very different Very shirts. different. Gildan, I, see, the, the, the thing is, I like Gildan shirts because they're a little thicker. I don't like Gildan shirts because they don't have the they don't have the stretch and the breathing that like they're I, very boxy. I wear Hanes. I wear almost exclusively Hanes t shirts. Yeah, and they are so light and so breathable. Yeah, I think we need to move to a some sort of thin thinness thickness standardization. Yeah, a number system. You know who's gonna love this? Who women? Yeah. You know what we need? It's like um uh. In, in tights and stockings, mm-hmm. there's a there's a scale for opaqueness and like yes, high, I don't remember what it's, it's called, but it's it's like it's almost like a thread count. Yeah, and the higher that number is, the more opaque they are. That's yeah, yeah, for yeah. like color, I think. But if we had something like that for thickness, yes, for the thickness of a shirt, thread count or whatever yeah. it has to be. Uh, I would really appreciate that because, but yeah, women anyway. Women would love that because women's clothing is always like wafer thin, which is why they have to layer layer up. up. Yeah, and yeah, why yeah. they're always fucking cold. Yeah, I bu- so so I bought a bunch of shirts. They were all they were all on sale. They were cheap. Um, I bought two My Hair and Academia shirts, and they turned out to be from two different brands of brands t-shirt. of t-shirts. So that's I'm wearing this like one, about- which is which I which I think which I mean I like the fit of this one. It's a little thin. Mm-hmm. It's a little thin for me, but it's wearable, right? Mm-hmm. The other one, it's more, it's more Gildan style. It's a, it's thicker, right? Um, first of all, all these shirts uh, are, I believe, they're almost all from different manufacturers of shirts. Of course, if not from like four or five different ones, they're all the same size, and every single one fits different. Every single one fits differently. Uh, there's that, and then the th- and then like one of my guy was a NASA shirt. It's a NASA shirt with the old school rocket logo on it. The mm-hmm. real simple red white. Or it's like it's like orangey, yeah, and white and blue. That old school rocket logo, uh, and it says NASA. And I got it out of the package, and I knew whatever shirt I f- couldn't remember which because they come they came in different bunch of different packages, which was of the course, first also yeah. annoying. Um, and I picked this and I was like, whatever this shirt is. This sucks because I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna wear it because like, I know. But just by weight, it's way too thin. Pull it out. It's the NASA shirt. It's a NASA shirt, and it's way for. Th- it's 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 almost see through. I had a Jurassic World shirt that was like that. It was supposed to look kind of worn, and then as you wash it, it looked more worn. Yeah. But after like six months of having it and washing it, it was almost threadbare. That was very very annoying. The, 
just to have this T-shirt that eventually went threadbare, yeah. and not because I wore it all the time because it's my favorite shirt because it was designed to turn into a piece of shit. So I'll never buy a shirt like that again. That's one of the reasons why I like. There are certain um, places you'll go and they'll be like, "This is a Hanes Comfort Soft shirt." Oh, when you when you're ordering those prints or this that's is right, a canvas. Yeah, yeah. Yep, high cotton. This and then a- I can I can be like, oh. I have those shirts. I yes. know how because the, the yes. shirts, like you, you were talking about, the fit fitment. Yeah, because a large size shirt or an extra large shirt from different manufacturers, they're not the same at all. Nope. But if you know the shirt that fits you, if you know the shirt or whatever piece of clothing that already fits you well, yeah, and we're we're able to like, because because a lot of times like if you like let's I'm just gonna stick with Amazon because that's the big. You know, whatever. If you go on a shirt listing, like, and you're getting a Star Trek shirt, whoever it's sold by, it, it could be sold by Amazon. Yeah. And that in that case, you have no idea who's making the shirt. Yeah. Or it could be sold by like Todd's Trekkie trunk. Right. Yeah. Uh, you're not gonna get the. You're not gonna get like uh, um, Hanes or whatever the Haynes shirt. Or you know, Gildan, yeah, whatever the whatever. manufacturer the shirt is. Because yeah. at least then you have you have a better idea of what it is. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, buying that's one of the downfalls of buying shirts online. Like you can get it is, yeah. things that are much better suited to what you want personality wise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you but, have a much more wide, like like these shirts. I, I got them because they were five bucks a piece. Yeah, which is very that's cheap. A, that's a steal. Uh, and it was free shipping. Um, uh, but like I would have paid. You know what I mean? It's like. There's a there's a certain point where like that's fine, but I'm also rolling the dice on fit, on thickness, on all this other stuff. Well, I think that's another part piece of the pie puzzle in online clothing buying, in that like Amazon has Amazon uh, closet, closet, which or, is only on certain or, stuff. Or, yeah, but, but it's only on certain stuff, and then you have to have so many things that are from that, and then they send you an order. Yeah. You try it all on. What you don't want, you send back, and then you get charged for whatever you keep. Yeah. Like, that's a great system. That is a great system. But you need to make it site-wide. Like, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care what it is. I don't want to be, like, searching for things and then trying to... Uh, Amazon wardrobe. I don't need to be finding... Like, if I find two pairs of shoes I want to try on in a shirt, I don't need to be like, oh, oh I have to... Because I can just buy it from you. Like, I've done this, right? We Buying shoes. I've bought shoes from Amazon, spent like $400 on shoes. They mail them. I try them all on. Turned out I didn't like any of them, and I just returned them all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Immediately. Yes. Like, that's Amazon wardrobe, but you... You had to charge my credit card first, so now you paid the processing fees twice. <laughs> Congratulations, you're fucking. You lost stupid. money. Yeah, yeah, you lost money on this deal. Um, like, it needs to be easier. It needs to be. Yes. If online clothing, buying clothes online is going to be a thing, you need to have like a plethora of information uh-huh. so that I can look at the listing and know about what I'm getting. Yeah. Or you need to just make it e- no no cost returns. So when I get this $5 shirt and I don't like the fit or I don't like the material or I don't like the color as it's seen or I just changed my mind because I'm on my period and that's what I do. Yeah. Because uh, men have periods too, Tim. And I can just box it up and send it back to him, and I don't even have to think about it. The money just pops back into my account, and it's like, yeah, there it is. Yeah, and it's like there needs there needs to be even even when you do get information, that information can 
like uh, when you you can sometimes you can be like, oh, how how does this fit, right? And you the, you click the button, and it pops up a chart. It's like our small is twenty one inches yeah. on the chest, right? But then you, another company will be like, our small is forty two is a forty two inch circumference. Yeah, and you're just like, so is that are they are those the same? Those are the same thing. Yeah, uh, and then the other one thing is I, half of you. You know what I mean? It's like the other <sighs> thing I love is when you get uh, on Amazon, they'll do it where it'll be like, "How is the fit? Run small." And it, it's like that's a, a great that's, that's a great a thing survey they added. of of the people that yep. tried on, but you have no idea what those people are like. It's like yeah, yeah, the the fit's a little small, and it turns out this guy has like. All he does all day is leg presses, and so his thighs are as big around as a tree. Yeah, but at least in that system, you can go in there and you can see like this one. You can you can click on fit small, see because who like, wrote and see and see they wrote like fit small, but also I'm built weird, you know, or whatever. Well, like I I bought this vest once and I I, I bought it and it fit like perfectly in the stomach, but it was made for someone who had like Arnold Schwarzenegger arms and pecs. So oh I I have a vest that is the exact opposite yeah uh, so it, like it fits like in like like in the uh, in the back and the shoulders fits great and then like I can put my hands in the pocket and do and like and like go way out yeah <laughs> and so I tried on and like of course the it it fits but it doesn't really fit and there's no way to go in there and describe it as. And then I found out that this whole brand is like made for big muscle dummies who have giant. Have like gigantic chests, and <laughs> give me the brand, give me the brand name. And so I'm like getting these, giving my measurements, and yeah. getting these things that just don't fit. Yeah. And I think it was Tom's wear. I don't remember. This was years ago, yeah. and so I sent it back, and it's just it was just annoying. Yeah. I need that kind of information when buying clothes. But yeah, and then the the type of material is also because like 100 percent cotton, like I said, 100 percent cotton gildan and 100 percent cotton hands are very very different. One of them I want to wear and one yeah. of them I really don't. Uh, we need more like tri cotton blends. Tri cotton blends are the best, man. Yep. They're great cuz it's all it's all the be- it's the best of like all the worlds. Yeah. And well and then there's also the weave. Like jersey cotton is is woven in a certain way yep. and Yeah. Cuz like we need we need broadcloth. Yeah. We need much more information, and we need to be better educated on what the materials are. That's on. the other thing is we're asking consumers to give a shit, and I do they think they just don't. Uh, yeah, because yeah. like you and I care about these things, but I'm sure there are lots of people that just put on a T-shirt and they're like, "Hey, it fits." Yeah, this is great. <laughs> and I want, no, yeah, I agree. I yeah. want more of a T-shirt. Me too. I, I want an experience. Yeah, that's a great issue, Tim. Thank you. I'm really on the same page with you, but uh, you know what? I'm really on the same page with. What? Here's what I don't get. Feeling inadequate. Yeah. I don't feel inadequate because I'm great. (laughs) (laughs) No, I don't get feeling inadequate because I don't like comparing myself to other people. Right. That's 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 the you you solve the problem. Good job, Tab. (laughs) All right. uh, Let's go to the news. (laughs) (laughs) The people feel inadequate about things, right? Yeah. Uh, so I, I started thinking about this today when I'm I'm installing I'm I'm fixing the radio yeah. in my car right and we're uh, not in my car I'm fixing the radio in this other gentleman's new car yes it's a piece of shit uh, anyway and he's like well, like how'd you how'd you know how to do this yeah like, I watched a YouTube video like he's like oh man yeah I'd love to know more about cars so I could 
not get ripped off the mechanic and whatnot. And for like a half a second, I felt superior. Yep. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then I realized I shouldn't feel superior because I'm going on these YouTube videos uh-huh. and watching a YouTube video and then just piecing together what I need to know to be able to do something. Yeah. That's not, that's so, not work at all. So in some ways, so in some ways I'm inadequate compared to these other people. But when you're comparing sure. yourself to these people, you always feel inadequate. And I think it's important not to Im- compare yourself and just because you're yeah yeah no. aside for aside for those things where you're like the apex expert like yeah, yeah. this guy is the greatest sniper in the history of the world <laughs> he he made a shot from three miles away after yeah, laying yeah. prone for seven days like that guy doesn't feel inadequate to anybody about sniper shit yeah but I'm sure he feels inadequate about when it like comes to raising his kids mm-hmm. so there's something that people look at you and go oh you know a lot. I'm going to listen to you. Yeah. And and then there's stuff that you look at other people for. And I, I think it's just good to keep in perspective those different things. I work with a lot of people who are a lot older than me that have been in the industry for a lot longer than I have. Yeah. And technically, I'm in charge of them. I'm, yeah. I'm, you know, I'm in a, a position of authority over them. Uh, a lot of times I talk to them and the level of experience in the technology that they have makes me think like, holy shit, I am tremendously underqualified to be in charge of this person. Yeah. Like this guy, I, I work with a guy who used to work in designing and installing and building the systems that the systems that I work in now are built upon. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he has a fundamental understanding of everything we're doing uh, in a way that I don't. Yeah. Yeah. But when I make a decision, he has to listen to me uh. Uh, because I'm in charge. Mm hmm. Now I could I could feel I could feel self-conscious about making those decisions and defer but I try not to. I always try and speak with confidence and this is what we're doing and yeah. we're going to do it. But I I try and anytime I can get insight from where he's been. Of course. Yeah. And learn because eventually I'll be where he is now and I'm they'll have some young guy who yeah. I report to who has no fucking idea what he's doing, who's pretending to to make it. Uh, but I just got to re I just, and I really just want to, I, if people can get that to see not to compare themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's, we always um, seem to compare ourselves in the worst way. It's, it's, it's in the worst ways, but also I think part and part of it, a, a big part of where we compare ourselves is the workplace, the workplace or, and then social media, you know, wherever you work, you know, not, not wherever you work, but you know, you're, Whatever you do for a living, I think it's more than that because I also think that there's the social aspects of people like people. We have, there are people our age who have kids and have bought houses. Yeah, and yeah, yada yada yada. And it's just like I could spend all day comparing myself to them and where. But um, I've made the choices based on where I want to be. Yeah, and yeah. I've gotten there. Yeah. Um. So when I'm comparing myself to them, maybe they didn't want to have a house and kids. Yeah, and wanted to do something else. They wanted to do something else. Maybe they maybe they wanted to have a convertible and uh, shout into the ether at people, <laughs> uh, and they don't have that opportunity because yeah, yeah. they decided they got roped into settling down. Yeah, and they're looking at me and also and also being like, "Oh wow, he's you know he's happy, he's got no attachments, he's got a cool hat." <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, he's, and he's confident in a bathrobe. I mean, yeah, that's I, the kind of guy that I want to be. Yeah, I tr- I try not to not to fall into that hole because it's a it is, it, is a, a it is a hole. It is a hole. It's not a you know 
It's not a stumbling block. It's a hole. Yeah. You, it's a hole you fall into. And, and if you're uh, if you're down in there and if you if you just stay down in there, you will never be you'll never feel happy. Yeah. It, yeah, yeah. Like you could become the president of the United States, but if you're still looking and seeing all the ways that you feel inadequate compared to other people. You'll you'll tweet 140 times a day. Exactly. Uh or you'll try and shove through healthcare when there's not a mandate for it. I, it can go either way, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, I don't know. Maybe it's Zen. Yeah, it's part. Of, it's partially like so. This car, this this Mustang, right? Yeah. When I was uh, like 13 or 14 years old mm-hmm. in middle school, the this body style of the Mustang came out. The 05 Mustang came yeah, out, yeah, and yeah. I was like, oh man, those are so cool. Yeah. I want a red Mustang convertible with leather interior. Now, when you say red, I mean torch red. Torch like factory red. The factory red, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they've changed the color. I think in this era it was called torch red. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, just like a real flashy red. Not like a darker red. Like far. a like a burgundy. Not maybe, yeah, maybe not that. Maybe not like burgundy. a like a uh, uh, just a, a what is it hued. A tint, a tinted red. Yeah, like a tinted red. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I could go for that too. Especially like with with the, with the white racing stripe on a Mustang. Oh yeah, yeah, that would be sweet. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I got a silver one instead, mm-hmm. and really, I look at the silver one. The silver one looks way better. Yeah, it yeah. is. It look. It looks fast. It does the way a red one doesn't. Uh huh. Um, now I can drive along all day and look at all the red Mustangs and be like, man, I wish I got a red one, but. I got a car. I got the dream car, man. Yeah, yeah. I, Plus, I mean, you can go to a paint spray anytime you want. And, and just pull in, and then the cops can't find you no more. <laughs> and get it, get it colored red. <laughs> Unless you, you you pull out and it's purple. And you're like, ah, oh, god damn it. Yeah, pull back in again. Yeah. <laughs> Is that our suspect? No, but he does keep pulling in and out of this that paint spray over and over again. Oh, well, I guess we'll <laughs> just drive along. Do-do-do-do. Um, yeah, so... That's, I mean, that's, that was very, it's very fulfilling. It's fulfilling to be able to fulfill those, those dreams that I have. And, yeah. uh, you know, where, whereas I haven't, my peers maybe are fulfilling different dreams and different places. Yeah. That's, that, that's one of the reasons why I'm glad I'm down on social media because Facebook, Instagram, it's all just like, I went on this gorgeous vacation. Oh, look at how great my life My life is nothing but vacations and yeah. big family get togethers and, and my makeup being exactly perfect every yeah. time. And so that's you just, a big part of it, man. You just look into this like narcissism void of these people. And of course, you don't see like the mornings that they wake up late. And barely yeah. get a shower in and just rush to work and they sit at their desk all day and just think like, God, I fucking hate my boss and I hate doing this. And they so they dick around on Facebook and they yeah, yeah. play little games on their phone and then four o'clock, five o'clock rolls around. They finally get to leave work and they get home and they just park their ass on the sofa and turn on Netflix and order a pizza and yeah. don't do shit with their life. The exact same thing you're fucking doing right now, but you're <laughs> looking at their social media posts where they've curtailed themselves to yeah. look like they have the absolute perfect life. I love my my kids and I love my family get into fucking screaming matches with their husband over stupid shit like him not cleaning out the drain in the shower. I'm sorry, bitch. I got, you know what's mostly in this drain? Your long fucking hair. <laughs> but no, I need to clean it out because it's gross. Get fucked. Yeah. Uh, so that's just 
always something to keep in mind. Yeah. Like, every yeah. time I see those posts from people back when I had Facebook, I would just I would look at that post and try and see through the veneer to yeah. Yeah. the just miserable, miserable existence that's underneath. And I know a lot of people who are a lot more cynical than I am. <laughs> Uh, and believe that everybody everybody is just horrifically depressed and hates every aspect of yeah, their life. Yeah, yeah. They don't. They, I don't think anybody's <laughs> like that. But those, the every, I think I think people don't believe that they are average. No one believes they're average, right? Yeah. No yeah, one yeah, believes yeah. that they are the smart, the just a regular person. They think they're the smartest person on earth, or, or the, the dumbest. dumbest. Yeah, yeah. But the fact of the matter is, your average. life yeah. is completely average. Yeah. You don't like your job. Sixty uh, percent of Americans said that they they would quit their job if they could. Yeah, sixty percent. Yeah, that's that's most people. Also, that most of that sixty percent said they would not quit their job if their boss was fired, which is I think an interesting statistic. Huh. Yeah, they don't hate the job, they hate their boss. Yeah, and and that's part of you know a big part of the inadequacy is is in the job sector. And I think a part of the one of the reasons why you don't have that inadequacy is because you kind of have, you've already reached. Like uh, I, I I picked this job out as my dream job yes. ten years ago, and I got it. Yes, that's that's what I'm saying, yeah. right? Whereas, like I'm I'm making, you know, I'm still making baby steps towards that dream job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean, I've I made a step. I made a big step this year, but you know. And that that always makes me feel good. Yeah. Um, he but, did his first amateur porn film. Yeah. And yeah. He no, he wasn't in it. He filmed it. <laughs> I filmed it, it. It's beautiful. Yeah. I watched it. <laughs> I jerked off a lot. <laughs> uh, it's a it's an all lesbian remake of the movie Titanic, shot for shot, <laughs> shot for shot, shot for shot. Yeah. And um, those models were very expensive, and and so was the ship. As uh, they filmed on a real boat, that yeah. was the, that was the amazing thing. They put in all this money. They yeah. built a big lake in the middle of Oklahoma, and yep. they built a Titanic boat, yeah. all all totally secretly, mind you. Yeah, yeah. And then they sank it, just like the real Titanic, and just filled the lake in. So uh, there's a Titanic buried somewhere in Oklahoma. Yeah. Um, and then all the ladies were topless the whole movie. <laughs> that's that's the weird part. Uh, there, I, <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Oh, it was there's they have you, there's some movies there's some softcore that that gets out into the like movie actual like film uh, universe universe and it's real weird. Yeah. It's all shot on video. Yeah, it's real weird. Like, like, like on a Blu-ray. Like, like, not maybe necessarily like in Best Buy, but at least on Amazon, right? You know. Yeah. With the other stuff, it's weird. Uh, where was I that I saw? I remember Suncoast. You remember Suncoast in the mall? <laughs> Hell yeah! Like, I remember you'd be, Suncoast. You'd be walking the the aisles, and you're just like comedy, horror, action, and then there'd just be a big. Porn section, yeah, or with um, what was the other one? And it uh, wasn't even separate. It was on the same fucking aisles. Like on one aisle, you're looking at one side. You're looking at like stupid collectible shit, yeah, and movies. And yeah, then you yep. turn around right behind you. It's just porn. Yes, lots of it. Yeah, Suncoast was great. Uh, but that was before. That was Suncoast. They had before. Well, maybe it was about the same time they had Sam Goody. Yeah, uh, we had Suncoast in Tulsa and Sam Goody outside of Tulsa. No, there was Sam Goody there was, was Sam in, Goody in Tulsa. Sam Goody was in the mall. 
They were both that's, in the mall. That's right. I remember that now. Sam, Sam Goody, Goody closed first. Sam Goody turned into an FYE. I remember FYE. Um, okay. I didn't realize that that was the same thing. But Suncoast closed pretty... Yeah, Suncoast closed before FYE. So Sam Goody turned into FYE, Suncoast closed, FYE closed. Suncoast closed a long time ago, though. Yeah. It was one of the first... Closures. Closures, I remember. Aside from KB, KB Toys. Probably because the, uh, the prices were so good. Um, well, w- w- what I remember was Sam Goody was, um, I mean, and then FYE was pretty much the same thing, right? You could yeah. get any, it was just a general entertainment Music, store. video. Uh, but, but they had the same thing where like, um, like you'd walk in, right? In the right side, they had like video games and then you keep on going and it's like, there's like wallet keychains and like there's clothes in the back, right? And there's posters and stuff. And you keep, you like turn the corner and like, oh, here's all the movies, right? Yeah. And, and look at all these movies. And like, if you're looking, uh, not at the wall, right? It's, it's all the movies. And then you like, you just, you turn 180 degrees. There's a lot of porn there, isn't there? <laughs> <laughs> and it's all, it's all behind like the, the super large extended, like, yeah, the, so you can't the dividers. see the cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, you, yeah. Uh, yeah. was a weird, it, was it was a weird, weird time, time yeah. that you would, I remember, I remember when I found out that family video has a porn section. Really? Yeah. Fa- family video has a porn section, Tim. The only, well, that's the, well, the only family video I ever went to was the one in, um, in the Reesers. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the, I was, I interviewed for a job at family video. Yeah. At 31st and 129th. Yes. In, in Tulsa. Yeah. And. The guy has me over on the side of the store because they don't have like an office. They just so he just has these two chairs set up kind of by a bathroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I see there's this door and it says adults only. And then I and then it occurs to me why it says why that. Why it says, says that? And yeah. I was like, "Huh, because I'm really good at when I walk into a into a building or a room, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can figure out if the space doesn't add up to what the walls uh-huh. should show me." Yeah. And like oh they they've got a big back room. They had it completely hidden, even from my analytical brain. Yeah. So, um, slightly related. What's up with the uh, the porn mega stores? Like the uh, that Midtown are, Adult Superstore that's downtown. No, 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 no. The ones that are uh, on like, the side of the highway. On the side of the highway, where it's like Jesus loves you, praise Jesus, get some porn. I don't know. We'll have to talk to Fred the or truck about get that. Get some chicken. Right, it's like that. It's all. It's all like fried chicken. Next stop, praise Jesus. Adult superstore. What I love is the adult superstore signs. It's it's, it's like it's like temptations. Adult superstore exit two twenty nine, and you're at exit like four fifteen. Uh-huh. Like that's like a hundred seventy miles from here. <laughs> it's well, the closest, <laughs> closest one, man. You're a trucker, and, and then and then like you know, fifty miles later, uh, it's just like one hundred seventy miles tem- more. Temptations. You find me one of them lot lizards. Yeah, Fred the truck should call in and explain to us the existence of these. Please, porn please stores. do. Well, that's my uh, my issue. So let's get into some news. It's time for this episode is brought to you in part by the Riqueta News Network. Definitely not fake news. Well, Tim, what news do you have for us today? Well, uh, Tab, do you recall uh, an ad campaign from South Dakota a couple of weeks ago? Uh, yeah, a few weeks ago we were talking about meth. We yeah. were on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, uh, they have pulled a re- another recent, a different recent uh, campaign. They didn't pull the meth one, though, did they? 
No, no, no. 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 They're, so, they're, they're, they're sticking so with, they're sticking with math, there. but they're pulling this one. They're pulling this one. Well, they're yanking it. They're pulling it. They're doing all kinds of things to the <laughs> hashtag don't jerk and drive campaign. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, so they had ads everywhere. What were they meaning? That says so, uh, don't jerk and drive. Um, <laughs> it said jerking. <laughs> one said jerking isn't a joke. Um, so think before you jerk. So here's here's the two. Here's Keep the- calm and don't jerk. <laughs> wow. So South Dakota has a massive problem with with meth and people jerking it while they're driving. <laughs> Uh, you think that, but no. It turns out the only that, thing uh, that you can do in, in South Dakota is get high on meth yes, and then jerk and then off just your start car. jerking off while you're driving around all those perfectly straight flat uh-huh. roads. <laughs> <laughs> I can see North Dakota from my house. <laughs> and then the Titanic sank. <laughs> It totally Um, ruined the moment for me. No, it turns out that uh, all of this was all euphemisms. Uh, They weren't actually. They don't actually have apparently have a car masturbation problem. It's uh, they're talking about overcorrecting on on icy roads and like jerking your wheel. You know, oh oh, jerking your girth. I'm sure that's (laughs) a thing. Jerking your wheel. No, I don't. I don't think it is. I, don't I mean, think that's so. not the. I think someone, someone really just wanted to, uh, to get this information out there. Yeah, that that I think <laughs> it was like one person. It's, it's a reverse. It's a reverse psychology thing. It's like this guy's really into jerking in his car, and he, you know, he works for the state, and he's like, uh, I, I made I, this graph shows that people are jerking their 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 wheels around. We need to stop this. And they're like, all right, here's here's a uh, here's a couple million for an ad campaign, bud. It's like great. I'm going to reverse psychology so I can have more people like me. I think I think what it is, I think there's one Karen that found out that her son was jerking off while he was driving. <laughs> and she put together this ad campaign, and she's like, yeah, uh, don't jerk it while you drive. And they're like, what are you talking about, Karen? She's like, uh... It smells like semen in here. The wheel. Don't jerk the wheel. Yeah. I, I don't want my son jerking the wheel while he's driving. Well, uh, let's hope that South Dakota keeps on... Uh, keeps on it. Keeps keeps on on jerking on it. <laughs> keeps on these the ad, with these ad campaigns, man. People pressing the brakes because they're on a roll with these ad campaigns. Um, you know what's not on a roll is uh, the object of our next news story. Um, there was a big old movie that came out this last weekend. Uh, of course, uh, Frozen Two was like number one for the third week in a row or whatever. Yeah. Um. Uh, but another movie for kids came out. The Playmobil movie came out. A movie that literally no one asked for. Yeah. Uh, and apparently no one did ask for it because it bombed at the box office and had one of the worst movie openings in decades. Wow. It made under a million dollars. Which was all in what? So Dakota? Playmobil, I feel, was never ma- mainstream enough No. To, to warrant a movie. I mean, like... There's a Playmobil. There's a Playmobil section in the Walmart by me. There was a Playmobil section at uh, Toys R Us, and it was it's like four things, and they're all Ghostbusters themed. We had a we had a, a decent amount because because uh, the Toys R Us catered a lot a lot to, you know, a, a wide very, variety. Very very Christian people. Well, a wide variety of ages of kids because we went all the way to you know baby stuff. Because I feel like that's like Playmobil was they have a lot of religious iconography with their really. 
Yeah, like you can get like Moses Playmobil sets and shit. Oh, all the ones I saw were all like cops and firefighters. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. in your Toys R Us and yeah. your you know the WalMarts, it's very mainstream. You got like I think there's a space one at the Walmart by me. There's uh-huh. a, there's a there's an ad when you walk out the door, and it's like a space space station uh-huh. or a, a moon base or something like that. And uh, I always think like, oh, that's a kind of cool toy. And then I see it's Playmobil, and I go, oh, yeah. Um, but but then I remember I had a a childhood friend, and they he had a bunch of Playmobil stuff, and it was like there was like pirate stuff and night stuff and firefighter stuff and police stuff, but then there was also like really heavily Christian stuff. And the only yeah. cartoons they watched was Veggie Tales. I had a friend like that too. And yeah. it was like, oh, what? Yep. Uh, turn so. In three days, it made $668,000. That's a lot better than I would have thought. Um, the only worst openings were the Oogie Loves and the Big Balloon Adventure, which was that w- the only reason anyone knows that movie is because like it came out and made no money, and people were like, what the hell is this? <laughs> the name is really fucking it's weird. It's a creepy kids movie. Okay. And then uh, Delgo, which was like a CGI monster. Like one of those like, 07 thing. CGI. Yeah. You know, I vaguely remember the name. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, like the, ten, the 10 year re release of Saw. <laughs> so like a Fandango event got more money yeah, yeah, yeah. or slightly less money in the Playmobil uh-huh. movie. God, that's embarrassing. Yeah. Super embarrassing. It's uh, It cost $75 million to make this movie. <laughs> well,. Then I guess it's a big win. Oh, seventy-five million dollars. I, I think you said seventy-five thousand dollars. <laughs> Man. Uh, um. Well, next news story. I usually don't like to to. We'll even read these for myself. It was like this guy from this brand says this guy from this other band is an idiot or whatever. Yeah. Um. But I think you'll enjoy this. Um. Uh, the drummer from the Foo Fighters, uh, Taylor Hawkins, uh, he were in an interview. He I thought the drummer from the Foo Fighters was Dave, Dave Grohl. Grohl. No, um, he He's revealed that uh, what Josh Homme from Queens of the Stone Age, the main guy from Queens of the Stone Age, yeah, um, trashed one of his solo songs when he sent it to him. Uh, he was this is the actual quote. He, I had written a song called "Son of Mine" about my son. Um. A lot what of times, clever title, right? A lot of times, I'll send songs to Josh that I'm working on, and I'll get his feedback. He's a big influence on my music, and I had, I sent it to him, and he called me up. He said, "What are you he quote What are you doing? A Shrek soundtrack? Hey, Shrek oh. is love. Shrek <laughs> is life. Whatever your name is from whatever that band. I name was, was like, oh, ouch! Thanks a lot, jerk. So that was it was it was not not nice. He didn't know it was you know it was about my son and all that stuff. Here, here's the best part of the story. This is what makes the story. Then I played it for my son, and my son said, "If you put that on your album, I'm going to punch you in your face." <laughs> <laughs> How old is the son? Twelve. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I just like that. Uh, it's like it's like you know I show you something, and you're like, yeah, it's not real good, man. Yeah. Like, well, screw you, man. Fuck you. You don't know art. And yeah. 12 year old's just like, you suck, dad. <laughs> uh, well, our last news story uh, comes from the Colonel himself Colonel Sanders. That's right. Um, KFC is now selling a chicken a- sandwich. No, they, uh. they've been doing that for a while. They're selling fire logs. 
What? You know, for like a fire, like a log uh, for fire. Yeah. Because it's the holiday holiday time. <laughs> what the? Why? Well. Are they seasoned with 11 herbs and spices? Yes, they oh are. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> they're, so, <and laughs> they're sold exclusively. They're selling exclusively at Walmart for $18.99. It's some sort of... Uh, Environment friendly uh, log, eleven herbs and spices log. But it's it's uh, yes, the eleven herbs and spices <laughs> log. So, so if you still have a wood burning fireplace, you can buy a couple of these, chunk them in there, and have the house smelling like KFC, like uh, like like you want to. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Did you guys order KFC? No, it's a log. <laughs> Well, this has been. Well, that takes care of our legal obligations this week, but you know what doesn't take care of, Tim? What? All those mods I need for my sweet Mustang. So if you want to help <laughs> with the Stang, you can call visit us over at patreon.com forward slash HWIDG or new project two forward slash HWIDG, which stands for. Here's what I don't get. And there we have four tiers. We have the one buck tier, which gets you early access to each week's episode, plus our monthly minisodes. We have our two buck tier. We throw the random bits and bobs you do here and there, like our befores and af- before and afters of Rhinestone, uh, Undercover Brother, Brother 2, 2, and coming soon, Hobbs and Shaw. I just got it on uh, 4K Blu-ray today. Yep, we will be, uh, so doing, we'll be one of those. doing one of those this week or next week or sometime. Um, it m- might release in January. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, what's wrong with space? Random movie commentaries. There's a lot of just random shit that pops up in the two dollar tier. Yep. And part of the grab bag of it is like we'll go through periods where we will just crank out a bunch of stuff, and then we'll crank, go through periods where we don't crank out as much stuff. But uh, there's a lot of good bonus content there. We have our five buck tier. We do our monthly bonus episodes. Here's what I do get: we drop the hate and talk about what's great. We got one of those coming out soon. And then finally, we have our ten dollar tier where you, the fans, submit movies. You vote on what movies we watch. And uh, we sit down and watch the winner in a feature-length movie commentary, and uh, then you get to listen to it whenever you want. And yep. uh, we may be having a guest for one of the ones coming up soon. Um, my dad has expressed an interest in recording the movie commentary with cool. us. So I get, asked him if he wanted to pick a movie, and we'll do one for yeah, a $2 yeah. tier, if he wanted to do one as it's assigned. So we'll, we'll find out. So you'll be hearing him on one of those coming up. So uh, yeah, thank you to everybody who supports the show on New Project Two and Patreon. It's a we really really appreciate it. it helps make the show happen and um, keep on doing it. Keep on enjoying the, that was bon- that bonus content. But let's jump back into some issues, Tim. So what's your second issue this week? Here's what I don't get. Suddenly, bad art. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I know one of your things is. And oh, I, yeah. I oh, can't yeah. wait to talk about it. Um, so uh, this is a thing that happens in comics, American comics, by the way. It doesn't happen in, in manga um, because that is much more cre- much more honorable, but also much more uh, creator-driven. Yeah. Uh, we have creator, creator-owned comics uh, here in the States, uh, like the, um, what's his name, uh, Kirkman, all his stuff, all stuff he produces, all the image stuff is all creator-owned. Um, but the Marvel and the DC stuff 
is here's a here's it's a, a thing. it's a it's a it's a factory yeah. of art. It's that I want to write a comic book. Congratulations, you got Squirrel Girl. <laughs> yeah, right. Or <laughs> if you get lucky and you really like Squirrel Girl and they haven't made Squirrel Girl in twenty years, you're like, hey, guess what? I really like Squirrel Girl. Well, you're writing Fantastic Four, and if you do a good <laughs> job, then maybe. We'll give you Squirrel Girl. Yeah, basically. It's a um, big seller. Don't yeah. make it suck. It's, uh, man, it's, and so sometimes you'll have, so what happened was I recently read, um, I've been trying to catch up on my DC stuff and read a lot of Marvel stuff. Yeah. But have, I've been slacking on the DC because I read the, I read like all of the new 52 and it How was not super great. <laughs> the Batman stuff was mostly good, but a lot of the other stuff is not great. Um, and so I gave up like, after Convergence happened um but then rebirth happened and they sort of brought back all the older some of the older stuff um and so i started to get back into that i read do you uh, feel like do you feel like if they just stopped batman for like 10 years yeah and didn't do any just nothing no new comics yeah no new movies batman just stops for 10 years yeah and then we brought him back uh-huh. do you feel like that would be beneficial for batman no why not there's so much Batman. I mean, there's so much Batman to I, do and to read and to ingest. I realize, I yeah, but I just kind of feel like they keep falling back on the same plot lines and plot stories and backstory. The and Tom King Batman, the Rebirth Batman, has been very original. It's it's, it's all all my friends that read it say it's one of the best Batman run. Like Snyder Batman was already great. Yeah, um, but they say the Tom King has been. Even just better. as good, if not even better. Okay. So, uh, they're on a they've been on a roll with Batman for a while. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I read uh, Dark Side War, which is great, and then um, the Lois and Clark Superman series, which uh, was old school Superman, like the Superman that fought Doomsday and then died in Death of Superman. Yeah. Uh, and is likable. And yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, him and the Lois from their universe get. Uh, caught up in the convergence thing, and they end up on new, the new Fifty Two Earth, and she's pregnant. Oh, and who, who put that baby in her? He did. Superman's bitches better be wearing jimmies. Yeah, um, they. How uh, did his semen not just like rocket through her? And yeah, kill her? I think they tried to explain that off one time, With like a kryptonite cock ring. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyways, is it's an and how does the baby not just like kick through her uterus? Well, I guess <laughs> no, no, no. I take that back because it hasn't been exposed to sunlight. Uh, not only that, but uh, uh, he, John doesn't get his powers until he's like seven or eight in this story. John, oh, John's the new baby. Yes. Huh. Um, it's a great comic about them having to live underground um, and not they can't come out as you know Superman, Superman and Lois. Because yeah. Superman and Lois already also exist. Yes. And they're, uh. th- th- this is a different timeline where Lois outed, outed Clark as Superman. What a bitch. I know. Um uh, and he's with Wonder Woman instead, and there's all this. You're, See, Wonder Woman could take his seed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. Trust me, I will bring that up in a little bit. Um. <clears throat> anyways, uh, after that is the death of News Fifty Two Superman. Right. He, okay. He dies pre Rebirth, and. The problem is that this was like you have to read Action Comics this issue, then Superman this issue, then uh, Superman Wonder Woman this issue, and then back to Action Comics. Then you know what I mean, it's, or then Supergirl. Yeah, it's yeah. like four different. Com- it's, it was two issues of four different comics a piece to do one eight part story. Yeah. Um, 
the problem is that there was a, uh, I think it was Action Comics. The, whatever the dude writing Action Comics is, one of his name is, I wrote it down because I hate it, Mikhail Janine. Um, he's done some good work, but he's one of these one of these guys that really uses a program called Poser. Poser is 3D modeling software. Yeah. Like you've got a 3D Superman and you like you you pose, pose him into where you want. And then it makes it look like a sketch. No, no, no. No, it's just a like a white model figure, oh, right? Okay. Of a of muscly Superman looking dude. And what you're supposed to do is use that as reference. You pose him how you he want him. He just paints you, over it. He paints over it. Ah, oh, motherfucker. Right? And it's it's one of the worst comic comic book it's not a trend i mean it's a trend in that more people use it these days yeah but people use it in the right way and they use it as reference as a reference and they don't sketch over it but him and um salvador la roca who writes a lot of marvel stuff i i he makes me put down like if if a comic has terrible art in a great story I can suffer through the terrible art. Yeah. But if a comic book has amazing art in a real shit story, I'm not suffering through it because the art is great. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um so the bad art is is a thing where like, you know, you've got this factory of art and it's like, well, I've done three I've done three issues this year. And now you just added on another. I'm now I'm doing another series, so I don't have as much time to work on Superman. So uh, get this guy who you know he's an up and coming artist, right? Yeah. Get him to do it, right? And he does it, and it's like the there's so much you know the tone difference in it's it can be so jarring uh, that it just puts me off, right? Yeah. Because I'm I'm trying to read this thing, and it's like every it wasn't every other issue, but it was like you know. 25% of the issues in this eight, eight arc was this guy is like, I, and, and sometimes you can't tell when they use poser yeah because they, because they, they don't just trace over it, but you draw over it and you do all this other stuff to make it not look like a, but this, like this looked like 3d models, you know, a Superman standing around. Yeah. yeah and, and, it, and it's, I hate it, man. It's uh, another great example of this is the Mirror Universe comics you got me of Star Trek The Next Generation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first, the first trade paperback has this gorgeous, if like very evocative art style. Detailed, right? Very detailed, but also artistic, and, and there's a realism to it yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and a style. Yep. And it like it just it looks really, really cool. Yeah, like, yeah. It looks really cool. Uh, I love that first trade paperback. Yep. And then they use that art for the covers of the, of the, of second. the second one, but it looks like um, the Superman Adventures that I read when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah. Comic. 90s style? 90s style, where it's like very thick outline people yep. and just solid fill colors. Like there's no, the, the one almost looks like a watercolor yeah. in, in yep. gray tones. Yes, yes. And this looks like a, a comic book in Technicolor. And- Maybe that's a choice because the second it, it, ver- release of it is set more in the primary universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but it's so jarring. It's that, so jarring to because yeah. I because I read them back to back. So I finish the one and I pick up the other one, and the cover looks the same. Yep, yep. And I open the first page and I'm like, "What the hell is happening here?" 
And then at the very end, it goes back to that old style, and I was just like, this is upsetting. Yeah. Uh, a lot of it is um, the two main things that really get me are the the tracing and uh, like I don't mind if you trace it, but if you you can you can trace it and make it not look like the exact same thing you traced. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, it's tracing, and then the like I, I, art is subjective, but but there is objectively bad art also. Oh, ex- ex- yeah. Um, there's a there's a run of Hulk. Where Hulk and Bruce Banner are separated, yes. and uh, you, there's flashbacks to show how they got separated. What it was is Doctor Doom uh, took he, in, as he's Hulk. Doctor Doom took out the Bruce Banner parts of his brain and put him in a Bruce Banner that he cloned, okay. so that they were separate beings. Um, and eventually uh, they get put back together. And then it shifts into a crank style story where Hulk has to stay angry to not turn back into Bruce Banner. That sounds pretty good because because he'll he'll wake up because he'll wake up as Hulk somewhere and he'll be in a shit situation because Bruce Banner put him there because Bruce yeah, Banner put yeah. him there. And that's how this that's how this thing starts and it changes artists from the great I can't remember who was doing the um, the previous art, but it switches to Steve Dillon. Now Steve Dillon is uh, he. I usually, you know me, I'm not, I I usually don't celebrate people's deaths, (laughs) 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 but he died in 2016 and I celebrated his death because that meant no more surprise Steve Dillon issues because, because he did a lot of Marvel and uh, occasionally it's like, surprise, this issue is done by Steve Dillon. I'm like, God damn it. It's like a jack in the box of disappointment. Because he did uh, Preacher. He did the Preacher comics Yeah, and he was great on Preacher because it fit that ugly universe of preacher and Steve Dillon can draw three faces. He draws man face, um, lady face and old person face. Mm-hmm. Those are literally like literally cop almost copy pasted on like his, his punisher looks like the guy from pre every male, ma- male, male person from preacher. Also, Looks like that's how he and he's drawing the Hulk now, and it's li- I I I have pictures that I can show you. But the it's, Hulk is supposed to be a very like evocatively angry face. Yes, and he he just draws the same. He, imagine the Punisher, big and green. Ugh. It's not the Hulk. It's the Punisher, big and green. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, he's one of the only people that I have celebrated his death. That's um, saying something. That that should, as a listener, like you hearing Tim say that, you can you can definitely imagine me celebrating people's death. I celebrate people's deaths all the time. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I hate I hate so many people. Tim doesn't have hate in his heart. When Tim when Tim really hates someone, that would that's like a level eleven hate for like, me. Like like you know the the person I hate the, the most. most. Yeah, and I totally understand that hate. I don't have that much hate for him. I'm not really sure why. Yeah. But uh, yeah. It's it's like in scales in scales that hate for you is it, it would be like a self destructive amount of hate for me. So I'm going to show you the picture of this is the best part. This is Steve Dillon drawing the Hulk and the Punisher in the same scene. Okay. Oh, wow. Now the close up is not terrible, but it doesn't look like the Hulk, does it? No, it looks like a big green guy. It looks like a big green bald guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why is he bald? Uh, 
I don't remember. Because he can't. He doesn't like drawn hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, man, it's it's. I hate when this happens. Like, like I said, like I I, I because it would like Wolverine or whatever. He would like surprise this issue is done by Steve Dillon. Um, yeah. You want to talk and, about the one we saw today? What did we see today? So you're we. Uh, I was I. I got an access to a Disney Plus login. Oh, yes. Yeah, was, that's right. That's right. I was yeah. showing Tim. One of the cool things about Disney Plus is like you go into the Marvel tab, and then you can go down, and it basically organizes everything chronologically, Yeah, which is kind of cool. And so we were scrolling through, and we turned on an episode of uh, the Iron Man series that was on when we were kids. Yeah, like 94, 95. 94, 95. Yeah. And we're watching it, and he puts on the suit. He's suiting up, and then he picks up the helmet, and suddenly it goes from like the 90s style Marvel animation. Marvel animation because Spider-Man, X-Men, Hulk, th- oh, they're all this, they all look the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which helps, you know, they're in the same universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He picks the helmet. It goes from that to a reboot Beast Wars, uh, yeah, reboot esque 3D rendering CG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. of him doing this and then he flies away and it was like it was so we were completely so jarring, and it was yeah. like a, a weird morph transform to uh-huh. to blend the two frames because yeah. they didn't quite line up. And, and it's then, just like, what the fuck is happening? And then we went to the next episode, but we were in the menu, and oh yeah, the menu art for this show makes it look is like a still the worst. it's a still from one of the episodes, but of course that episode's in 480i, and they need this to be 4K, so they got someone to paint over it. But they didn't paint like any of the depth or shadow or no, shading or shaping no, no, of no. the face, so it it looks like a horrific photocopy <laughs> with the contrast turned all yeah, the way yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, it was freakish. The only other thing I wanted to say was oh, uh, I so I, I named a couple of names. There was uh, Mikhail Janine, Steve Dillon, uh, Salvador Laroca, Greg Land, who literally traces porn faces for his female characters. That's funny. Um, Frank Miller. These days, especially. Yeah, he does not. He's terrible. Oh. Uh, but a lot of times, it's 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 the jarring art, and it's it's not so much that they're a bad artist, it's that they're wrong for that title. Yeah. Uh, which reminded me of Frank Quietly, who has done a lot of comic book work, but he did some of the Star Wars when Marvel rebooted the Star Wars universe after yeah. what, 2012 or whatever. Um, he draws this sort of ultra... Uh, super ultra realistic faces and he's he's really good pax americana was a short comic that they did yeah and it's basically the original uh uh watchmen it's the original because watchmen was uh supposed to be marvel based yes uh but marvel said no you can't use these characters and or d DC says, DC no, said, you, yeah. no, you can't use these characters. He said, okay, well, I'll just uh, change their names and their costumes a little bit. His name and is now Owlman. Yes. And he lives in the Owl Cave. Yeah. And he's, and yeah, yeah, yeah basically. Um, and instead of throwing batarangs, he, he says, who? He wasn't, wasn't supposed to be Batman, but. Who's he supposed to be? Uh, he was supposed to be, I think it was Blue Beetle. Oh. Uh, anyways, uh, Pax Americana is. Was, was Dr. Manhattan supposed to be Superman? No, Captain Adam. Oh, okay. Because he's got all those crazy powers. Um, those are the only two characters I know. Oh, Rorschach. Was Rorschach supposed to be Batman? No, he was um, 
No, the, none of the character. He Alan Moore wanted to to use all these um, secondary characters. Oh yeah, obscure characters. Oh, okay. Um, well, there's even no more, less of a reason for them to have nixed at them. Exactly. Um, but this is Grant Morrison doing Watchmen with those original characters, and he got Frank Wiley to do all, all the all the art. And there's a shot of um, a very JFK esque assassination. Uh, in reverse, so just you see like a like a blown out bloody jaw on a suit, mm-hmm. and then you see like um, next panel is like a bullet entering the 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 skull, and then like him waving, and then like the bullet it's it's it's, shot, it's it's all backwards. But Frank Wiley, man, he it's it's he draws like the gore so realistic that you're just like you got to look away. But then he also did the Star Wars stuff and. It's like that didn't work for him. That didn't work for him. Yeah, yeah. A lot of times, it's you pick the wrong artist for that. Uh, another another good example of this is TV series. Um, so Letterkenny season one had this very distinct visual language. Yes, yes. And yeah, then season yeah. two, it's like they got a steady cam and they changed it. And now it's been consistent from that point forward. But the but it was change. very jarring in that first couple episodes where it's like, yeah. why is the camera constantly in motion? It was it was dizzying. And you'll see that with series when they they like get a new cinematographer, yep. they'll get new cameras or new lenses, or and whatever. suddenly the visual, the way you perceive, and yeah, sometimes you don't even like it's so subtle you don't mentally know it, yeah, but yeah. you know you know it. something's different, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like the Star Wars remasters. Yeah, there's little bits of that that you know it's not right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's a great issue, Tim. And here's my final issue. Here's what I don't get. Adopting mobile game currencies for other stuff. Yeah. So I'm a Lego VIP member. I have been a Lego VIP member since 2010 when you and I drove to the Lego store on a whim one day. Do you remember that? Yeah, I remember in that old Kia Rio. <laughs> yeah, and that old Kia Rio. That's when I got my Lego VIP card. That so I've been a, a VIP member for about ten years. I can't get a replacement card because they want me to put it on like a my phone for some reason. I don't yeah. want it on my phone. No, you I want, want a physical card I can put in my wallet. You yeah. sons of yeah. bitches. So anyway, um, they did a black VIP card for the Millennium Falcon release, an African American VIP card, but Sorry. they won't do like. They won't just give you one, and they won't do a Marvel one or something, or something I care about. Like even Lego City would be more fun. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't matter. It's near here, near there. But anyway, the VIP program used to be really straightforward. For every dollar you spent, you got a point, and when you had a hundred points, you got five dollars off. Right. So you buy an eighty-dollar Lego set, you get eighty points. Makes sense. The next time you come in, you buy a twenty-five-dollar Lego set. You get 25 points. Makes sense. Now you have 105 points. Yeah. The next time you come into the Lego store, you cash in 100 points on a, you get a $50 Lego set, you cash in 100 points, so it only costs you $45, you earn 45 points, and now you have 50 points. Yeah. Completely straightforward, makes sense. It's a 5% back on anything you buy. Yeah. Now, a lot of, what a lot of people would do is, uh, some people, they do the thing where every time they got $5 off, they take it the very next time. Okay. Yeah, right? Yeah. Some people would save their $5 off until they had like a big shitload of it. So they come in and buy like a $200 set and they go, I want to use all my VIP points. And they get like $85 yeah, off yeah, and they yeah. get a $200 set for like $120. I, I've done that a couple of times. Uh-huh. It's 
it's great. <laughs> well, they changed the VIP thing, and you can't log in from your phone, which is really, really annoying. That's and weird. And I also also. couldn't log in on Chrome, which was really, really fucking annoying. So when I finally got into the fucking thing on Edge, I found out. So it used to be, I go to say I go to the Lego store on a whim. Like, oh, I'm just going to go in the Lego store today. Yeah. I get in there. I walk up to the counter with my $50 set. That new Batmobile? That new Batmobile. Uh, that's a $250 for the 1980 Batmobile. Are you re- the really? Tumblr was 200 bucks. God. This one's 250 Like, ser- come on. Anyway, uh, so I buy this $50 set. It's the, the new Avengers helicopter yeah, with yeah. a Hulk in the Quantum Realm suit. That's sure. the only uh, Endgame set I don't have so far. And they, they scan it, and they're like, do you want to use your VIP points today? You have uh, 400 VIP points. And I'm like, yeah, I would like to use my VIP points. How many would you like to use? I like to use all 400. Take $20 off so I can get the set for now $30. Yeah. yeah. Right? And it was all it was all there in the transaction. Yeah. And they would scan my, my card, delete the points. I would get the thing for discounted. Well, now you can't do that anymore. Now, every dollar you spend, you earn six and a half points. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's already so funny. Six and a half points. So after you earn 650 points, you can get $5 off, which is, if you can do math, the exact same as getting one point per dollar when you get 100 points getting $5 off. Yeah, yeah. But instead of this, when you go in, you can't go to the store and do it. You have to log into the portal. At home. At home. Cash in your VIP points for a $5 off coupon. They the, email you a yeah. $5 off coupon. Then you take that coupon to the store and then you get the $5 off. It's just like you have added like 11 steps to a process that used to take none. Yep. Uh, which is super duper annoying. And then you can't, there's not a, there's not a, it's not a five, 10, $20, five, 10, 15, 20. Oh, it's a bunch of individual fives. No, it's five, 20, 50, 100. Okay. So so you have to there's like you can't get these weird in-betweens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's either 5 or 20, but it's not if you if you save if you save up, it's not less points to get a $20 card. It's no. The same amount of it's points. the exact same amount of points. So which is annoying cuz like there's not even a benefit now to saving the points up. Yeah, yeah, you should yeah. just get the 25 2600 and then you could but you can also like cash in on free tickets to Legoland. Or things that don't cost them any money. Like yeah, yeah, they're yeah. really trying to discourage you from getting discounts on Lego sets. Yeah. Which was the whole fucking point of the card. It was early access to sets and discounts. And now they're like, you can get a free toy, a free keychain. It's like it's not a free keychain though. What are their what are their margins that they are so when I worked as a Lego store employee, I got a fifty percent discount and they still made a profit on it. Fifty percent. I know, but like I remember, you know, working at Toys R Us, and it was like one of the first things. It was like you can you cannot use your employee discount employee discounts on Lego sets. You can't use reward points on Lego sets. We went to liquidation. First thing going, they're like, "You get those Lego sets out of here right now. Pack them up and mail them back." Yeah, they never go on sale. No, they never like the discount at most is like ten percent, and that's as as far as they'll get discounted. And it, and it, if it, if they do go on sale on Amazon or or whatever, instantly that's, gone. That plus that's Amazon lowering their cut. Yeah, not Lego. Yeah, Lego. the The cost of Lego is ab. the The profit margin on Lego is absolutely obscene. Yeah. So they're just being huge pricks, but they're not the only ones. Like this isn't the only thing that's happened. So we all know, like when you go on a on a on a phone game, right? And it's like one dollar for a hundred coins, 
250 coins for $2, 800 coins for $5. Yep. So every there's no way to say like one coin is worth one cent. Yeah, yeah. Because if you buy $10 worth of coins, one coin, two coins are worth one cent. Or something like that. Or yeah, something yeah. like that. And uh, Mad, Mad Bucks did this. Maddox's, Maddox's uh, oh, really? cryptocurrency to buy his bonus episodes, of which you could get a full year worth of bonus content. And then there was, it's been uh, three years and there's been three episodes of bonus content. Yeah, it's embarrassing. Yeah. Um, his thing was like that, where for like $5, you could get three coins, which was one bonus episode, or for $15, you could get 12 coins, which was four bonus episodes, uh-huh. or for $25, yeah, you could yeah. get, and it was just like this really weirdly confusing thing to basically obfuscate how much you're actually spending per bonus episode. That's the whole point of the uh, other, the alternative currency. Like Microsoft points back in the day, those are the worst. They were 80, 80 points to a dollar, mm-hmm. so that when you so that you spend eight hundred points instead of ten dollars, or you spend sixteen hundred points instead of uh, twenty, because sixteen hundred looks sixteen's a lot less than tw- looks looks a decent amount less than twenty. Yeah. Eventually, they changed over to real money. to real money. Uh, that is an excellent, excellent example of the Microsoft, the Microsoft points were a huge scam in the opposite direction. It's just a way to add this layer of abstraction so you don't consciously get what you're doing. Yeah, my dad and I were buying carpet last night at Home Depot, and they the price there are two prices on the tag, right? A price by the square foot, uh-huh. and then a price by the square yard. Okay. Why do you have two fucking measurements on there? Yeah, that's weird. And so the guy, he's like, my dad needs my dad needs fifteen and a, half, a piece cut fifteen and a half by twelve feet. Yeah. Right. So fifteen and a half times twelve or fifteen and a half times twelve is like hundred eighty six square feet. Yeah. Hundred eighty six square feet times sixty nine cents a square foot, which is the price that's on your little thing, is uh. whatever it was, $120. And the guy's like, well, you're actually getting, we we sell by the square yard, so you're actually getting, and he says it's going to be $180. And we're like, whoa, whoa, no, 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 no. We don't need square yards. We (laughs) want square feet. And they go back and forth. And the guy had the most fucking condescending attitude I've ever heard from another human being until uh, when they finally figure out and bicker back and forth enough to, to figure out that the yardage he's saying he's giving us is not the yardage we're asking for, and the yardage we're asking for is the price that we want to pay. Yeah, he starts like saying something. And I was like, "Just shut the fuck up and cut the fucking carpet," because <laughs> uh, I was really tired of his, yeah, his yeah. whole fucking tone. Like, I, he's lucky I wasn't armed because I might have shot him in the knee. <laughs> I was really tempted to just like cut the damn carpet myself. Yeah, the motherfucker. And he's like, "I've been doing this for eleven years." Like. You, be real proud of the fact you're working at Home Depot for 11 years, counting what the price of things is off a chart. You can't <laughs> even fucking figure out with a calculator, you fucking moron. Um, but it's just like you, you put the two prices on there so you obviously can't confuse the customer. So when you yeah. go, yeah, it's going to be $180 because you're buying by the square yard and there are nine square yards per square. There are nine square feet per square yard, so you need to do this. And it's just like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. And cut the carpet. Uh, that that baff that that baffles me. Yeah, it, why it, have it's like you can buy a two gallon or a six gallon. Uh huh. It's like I need three two gallons. Well, here's your nine gallon. <laughs> it's like what is going <laughs> what on? What is happening? 
And it's and the nine gallon one costs three times as much yeah, as yeah. if buying two two gallons. And yeah. you're just like, what is happening in my life? <laughs> yeah. They do this shit and they like they're trying to cram it into more and more things and hide the price of what you're spending because people don't think of things. It's like it's part of the reason why they won't put sales tax on on price yeah, tags. Yeah, like yeah. price tags say thirteen ninety nine and not fourteen dollars, because in your head even though you shouldn't, you go, oh, it's $13, and it's $14, $14, and put the fucking sales tax on the fucking shelf. Yeah. Oh, but but then these mom and pop business, it's not that fucking hard. The computer the computer prints the tags anyway. <laughs> so when the computer says, we're selling this for $14.99, you just say, this is $14.99, and sales tax in Oklahoma is 9% or whatever it is. Put that on the fucking tag. Like yeah. one thing I like about Walmart that that a lot of that some stores don't do is they put the price per unit or you per ounce on oh, the yeah. tag there. Oh, yep, yep. And so I can go look at like the different uh toilet papers like this, right? Yeah. yeah. Toilet paper is, is a I think probably the progenitor of obfuscating <laughs> the price because like yeah. you, you go to the you go to the toilet paper aisle, right? And it's like I I have to figure out what I'm getting like square foot wise. <laughs> To the price I'm paying, because it's like this is twelve regular, this is twelve double rolls, which is twenty four regular rolls, rolls, and it's four ninety nine. But this is twelve mega rolls, which is this is this is eight mega rolls, which is like twenty four regular rolls, and it's five ninety nine. And you're like, but so wait, those are the same thing. Yeah, and this is. This is 36 mega double rolls, which is like 238 regular rolls, but it's also triple ply, and it's 12 bucks, and I'm just like, ah, 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 just give me the fuck, that's why I just go buy the biggest one, I just buy Charmin Ultra Strong, and I buy the biggest fucking one I can, I've done the same thing with, I did the same thing with paper towels, Yeah, I bought the biggest thing of paper towels I could when I moved to Tulsa in May of 2018, and I have three rolls, of paper towels left in the house, Tim. I was looking at those today, and I was yeah. like, "Man, I'm I'm almost out of these paper towels. Nice. I haven't bought paper towels in almost two years <laughs> uh, because they like it's oh, it's fucking maddening. It's yeah, like yeah. these are pick a size sheets as opposed to the full size sheets, and so then you have to look and see like what is on how many yards are in a roll. I get that's the way I figured yeah, out yeah, my yeah. toilet paper math was like how many yards are per roll and then you figure out that and it's just like god damn like this is 300 pieces in this is 300 pieces and this is 250 pieces okay but these pieces are these 250 pieces are full size pieces which means the whole roll is bigger than this 300 piece roll yeah. because the pieces are smaller so I'm buying this one because I'm just trying to make sure I don't waste my money on things because they have Big best value written on the yeah, top of yeah. them. Best value. That's what they do on the damn phone games. It's just like the best nine, value. Nine, Ninety-nine dollars and ninety-nine cents. Best value. And we, you've made a joke about this in one of the in your free-to-play mobile games when, yeah, yeah. when we were trying to decide if this this issue had been done before. In the write-up of that episode, it is. Oh my god! It's just. It's so completely. They're going to start introducing uh, e currents. What's e currencies? Yeah, cryptocurrencies. Cryptocurrencies. For stores are going to have their own. You're going to the gonna, Walmart coin. You're going to buy stuff with Walmart coin. It's and like it's like the toilet paper is three ninety nine, or it's two point one Walmart coins. Well, they, yeah, they kind of do this shit already. Like when they do the gift cards, where if you buy, it's like when you go to an arcade, right? Yeah, arcades do this where 
uh, when they have the cards instead of tokens, buy yeah, twenty dollars yeah. get a dollar free. Yeah. Buy fifty dollars get five dollars free. And yeah. you're like, is that the same amount? No, that's more. Buy a hundred dollars get twenty dollars free. And you're just yeah. like, oh my god, that's twenty free dollars. That's twenty free dollars. But it's really not. And yeah. It, and so you try and like max. What it's doing is it's trying to maximize how much you dump into that machine right at the front. Yeah. yeah. Rather than putting in a bunch of five dollars, so you play a couple things uh-huh. here and there, uh, yeah, and casinos do it with their free play. It's like buy, do a hundred dollars, and we'll give you fifty dollars match and free play. Yeah. And then you don't get any, you know, you lose the free pay, play too. But it's a way to keep you sitting there. Uh-huh. And the longer you're sitting there, the more likely you are to want to gamble more. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's disgusting, and it's like it's sinking into all these businesses to try and because people are getting worse and worse at math. That's the other part of it. Yeah. It's like math is taught so poorly in schools that everybody hates doing it. So, and they carry around calculators, but they don't really know how to work percentages. Like, do you remember being taught percentages and fractions in school and how yeah. much it sucked? Yeah. And you never really quite, they never like explained it in a good way. And then finally, I got to be an adult and, uh, and it's somebody, I don't remember who it was, but you know, we're talking about when you go to a place and everything's on sale. Yeah. yeah. It's like, you know, a liquidation sale. And uh, everything is 40% off. Mm-hmm. And so what they teach you to do in school is to take your number and then multiply it by 0.4 and then take your number and minus that. But it's like you could also just multiply your number by 0.6 and that gives you the value. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why they don't just teach you that because that's the most simple way to figure this shit out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they don't do it because then businesses would be <laughs> wouldn't be able to fucking trick you into doing stupid things like yep. rushing to a store when there's 10% off sale because 10% off is really only basically giving you a tax free. Yeah. And is your time really worth the 2% that you're actually saving? Is it? I'm not hitting a percent off sale unless it's at 20. Let me put it that way. That's my issue, Tim. Yep. I, that is why I am incensed. Is this these these this adoption of this obfuscation of currency in our lives? It's killing us. It's killing us slowly, and it makes me feel inadequate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's it for this episode. Here's where I'll get. I'm Tad Burt. I'm Tim the Hamburger. Uh, Catch you guys next week. See ya. Want to call in to the Here's Why I Don't Get hotline? You can call us at 704 750 9434 and tell us what you don't get. We got one here. Hey guys, the Dark Dick Man's the skin flute cousin that didn't do nothing, of course. But uh, <laughs> holy shit, did I ever just get pissed the fuck off? I'm going to try and do this in a discreet fashion so no. I could hear this because, you know, I'm, I literally just got on back <laughs> to Central Campus, that is Algonquin Campus, and, um, well, so I was on the bus, getting on the bus, get on the front door, no, no, I tried to get on the back door of the bus, all right? And in Ottawa, I know for a, for a fact that if you have your bus card and you enter through the back door, that 80% of the buses have these little sensors that sense your pass and uh, allow you to get on the bus, right? So I, I tried to get on the back door today. And the bus driver closes the door right after the lady gets, the one lady gets out of the door, okay? 
And, and I get to the front door thinking, what, are we not allowed to get in on the back door anymore? And he's like, no, no, no. no uh, and you never have. No, wh- what? Are, are you, are you, <laughs> no, no, no. And I told him right to his face, no, man, uh, no, that's obviously not true. Like, what, 80% of the buses don't have those little card sensors in the back of the bus? Get off your fucking high horse. And this is what I don't get. Ding, ding, ding. People who have so little in their lives that they have to take control over others. Yep. Uh, or at least yep. they have to, I don't know, pretend like there's some authority. God damn, these fucking this, bus bus drivers. Yeah. Sorry, pieces of shit, like C-minus people who, I don't know. Uh, I'm also very pissed in the morning. Perhaps you could tell, but holy shit, this bus driver can go fuck himself. Bus Jeez. drivers are the worst, man. I remember I got... I got told I would never be loud on the bus again uh-huh. because the bus driver drove over a hill so f- quickly and b- bounced the back of the bus. Yeah. So I was launched about three feet in the air. Yeah, I remember on those on those older ones. And yeah. landed on my side on the seat in front of me. And, of course, being that I was uh, 15, uh-huh. I said, like, shit. Uh-huh. And then he slammed the brakes, still on the hill, nearly hitting a telephone pole. <laughs> To get out of his seat and tell me if I used that language again, I would not be allowed on his bus. So I started riding a different bus uh, because that guy was out of his fucking mind. He gave <laughs> us he gave us Bibles on the last day of school. Too. Ooh, yeah. I mean, I remember getting a those tiny Bibles from people that would this come. This is to- a full size Bible. Jesus Christ. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Oklahoma. Yep. Episode 158, where Tab doesn't understand simple filtering functions on autotrader.com, and the boys argue for such great things in communism as government cheese and bread, because why have options? The circle filtering function? I don't know what that's in reference to. On autotrader.com? Yeah. I've never been on autotrader.com. I know. We were talking about, I mean... We are talking about shopping for a new car? I guess... Oh, he's oh because I was complaining about how every car listing. Yeah, I wasn't on AutoTrader.com. I was on Craigslist. You can't, you can't. You don't get cra- cheap cars on AutoTrader.com. Yeah, uh, you can't filter uh, search results in Craigslist so granularly. You could put in a make and model, and that's also it. something about government cheese. I don't know. Hey guys, Craigslist here's cheese. what I do get. Oh, it's Dark Dick Man. Here's what I do get. Ding, ding, ding. I think I've solved the trans bathroom problem. You see. All you have to do is get all men to identify as females when they want to take a shit. Think about it. Just think about it. Every single time you need to take a shit, you're a woman. So that means you get to use the woman's bathroom in 2019. I'm sure you can imagine, within weeks, the entire Western world's women's bathrooms will be so full of putrid stench that they couldn't won't possibly be able to withstand the consequences of their own um, mental illness that they forced upon us. Anyways, <laughs> that was a good bit of food for thought. Enjoy. I hope to see you soon. Hear you soon. Take it easy. This week's episode is Dark brought Dick to Man you. Out. Uh, voicemails are brought to you by Dark Tick Man, by the way. <laughs> uh, yeah. Tim, have you ever worked in a where you had to clean bathrooms? Did you have to clean bathrooms at Toys R Us? Luckily, I did not. Uh, uh so I've had to clean bathrooms a few times in my career, uh-huh. and um, 
without a doubt, the grossest bathrooms I have ever had to clean. Ladies. Universally women's restrooms. Yep. They were always, like, we get shit on. It's like, you guys are pissing all over the floor. And it's like, yeah, well, I don't know what the fuck you're doing in there, but you got shit fucking everywhere, and you're <laughs> supposed to be sitting down. You nasty. You nasty. <laughs> Andy here, just returning your call. Yeah, I, I can be there yeah, Friday nine o'clock for Dead Helms' intervention. And I, I completely agree with you. It's gone way too far. We we really gotta get him off the side. All right, thanks guys. <laughs> <laughs> I have I haven't tried this, but my car has traction control system which I can turn off. Yeah, and yeah. it also has overdrive I can I can turn off. And what Dead Helm was complaining about that last week that he didn't know what that if that button even did anything. Yeah. So maybe we should find that out. Find a good straight stretch of red <laughs> first. Hey guys, Dark Dick Man. Same Dark Dick Day is uh, my last call. Um, this is a bit of a mild here's what I don't get. Here's what I don't get. People who lack self, uh, people who lack situational awareness, people who lack the ability to speak right the first time. Sorry. Um, yeah, people who lack the situational awareness to avoid being a giant roadblock in a single line um, set of stairs. Yeah. Yep. Trying to keep the pace going to class real quick this morning once I got off that. This is um, the, on the mini side, right? Bus. We talked about this on the and, mini side. Um, yes. Run up to yeah. the, there, there are two ways to the main floor of the um, main building that I get schooled in. And uh, one is really thin, usually for one file of people, and the other is for whoever's going to. Uh, march in lockstep up the um, the main final stairs. In any case, I take the the quick stairs, the one file stairs, and as soon as I get a good uh, line of sight all the way up them, I see this guy with his ass poking out right across the whole set of stairs, and I'm like, well, that's fine. I, I can keep good pace. I can just tell him, hey, heads up. So that's what I say. Heads up. Nothing. Hey, bud, move. I'm coming up. Nothing. <laughs> hey, bud, move your ass. Just fucking check him. Move on. Nothing. Go fuck yourself, faggot. Get some more situational awareness. I Eat. just don't say anything in those situations and bump into him. Bump into him. And then, because if you say, if you're like, hey, move, and then you knock him over and they're like, you saw me. Why'd you run into me? Because like, you wouldn't move. Uh, you'll lose that every time. But if you just knock him over and then you go, sorry, I didn't see you, and then walk away, they got nothing. I found the other way, the other, the other way works is the, uh, the whisper in the ear. Oh yeah, you let you get right there and you just go, hey, fucking move. Hey, shit got a big titty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey guys, Immortal Thor. Here's what I won't get. Fucking parades, dude. Oh, like, fuck parades. You know, back in the day, back in the good old days, there was a purpose for parades. They were military parades. They were or ticker tape parades. Yep. How big your military We landed on the moon. <laughs> now now what the fuck tape. do we have? Christmas parades? Thanksgiving parades? Fucking Veterans Day parade. All they fucking do is close down an uh, entire, like, busy main part of the city. Yeah. Reroute all that traffic onto roads that aren't meant to handle that much traffic. So people who don't have to be at work can stand on the side of the road and watch some, advertisements. Like, four or five year all, all the floats are just business advertisements. Yeah. Fuck those kids, dude. What's the name of the Thanksgiving Day I'm parade? I'm trying to work here. Macy's. It's the Macy's like, Thanksgiving Day parade. Fuck off. 
Yeah, the like even local parades, like it's it's, it's all local businesses, politicians, or local, local businesses, businesses yep. and marching bands, and those kids don't want to fucking do no, that. It's cold. It's cold. You got to walk like three miles. Yeah. I've marched in parades, man. I've marched in, I've marched in uh, the Martin Luther King Day parade. I yep. marched in the Veterans Day parade. Like it sucks. Every inch of it sucks, <laughs> and. No one, like, it means absolutely nothing to anybody. And then the big ones that get, like, adver- uh, televised, like the Rose Bowl Parade or the, what is it? It's the, straight pride, the Straight Pride Parade. Did that get ad- televised? <laughs> yeah, it got televised, sure. Uh, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, which is just two and a half hours of advertisements, and everybody's like, it's a family tradition to watch these ads. Here comes Snoopy. There's Goku. <laughs> I- uh, I, there's a Twitter account I like called it's called OOC Beavis and it's yeah, out yeah, of context yeah. clips of Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. And they did uh, Thanksgiving Day. They showed all these clips from I guess some year that Beavis and Butthead hosted MTV's Macy's Thanksgiving Day yeah. Parade, and it was the best coverage of a parade I've ever seen. <laughs> uh, it was very very funny. I enjoyed every clip of that. I finally one last one from Dark Dick Man. Hey guys, Dark Dick Man. I'm on two percent battery, so I need to think of a joke. Next. And uh, that was all that he sent. Yeah, I'm I have uh, low battery, but in any case, here's what I don't get. Um, there's this team, this hockey team, I think, in Ontario from this university called Queen's University, and uh, yes, Queen Gale. You know, like Gaelic, um, but. We are the this Queen University Yosses. Gale, which uh, is that Opus friend? Understand is fucking hilarious, uh, but it's also very inconvenient, especially like having to say two plurals or, or almost. It sounds like you're saying two plurals, right? It's Ruth Queens Chris, Ruth Chris Steakhouse. Uh, I, it's the same thing. Simplify, you know, I take Ruth Chris on any day anyway, of the week. Ruth Chris. Uh, hope to. It's the weirdest. To hear from you soon. Looking forward to the next podcast. Take it easy. Peace. I, I want to go mano a mano, Ruth Chris and all his bullshit, and me and my grill. I've never been to a Ruth's Chris. Me either. And I want to, I bet They're you, very expensive. I bet you money I make a better steak. If we have the exact same cut of meat, like they take a big cut of meat and they cut it in half, and I get one half and he gets the other, and we get to do whatever we want to it and serve it to an, a, a blind taste tester, and they put it in their mouth. And they, is, I mean, they put my meat in their point, mouth. And at they that go, point, oh. it's all. It's just seasoning and then cooking time. Technique, right? technique. My technique, I got it down, Tim. I've got it down. I cook a mean steak. That's you what do. I'm trying to say. You cook a real good steak. Yeah. yeah. It's also mean. It'll slap you yeah. right in the face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it for this week's episode. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And uh, be sure to leave us a voicemail if you've got something you want to say. Or even if, if you just kind of feel like it. Just like, hey, what's going on? <laughs>